the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Wow, it's Saturday night. Well, Sunday morning, however you want to measure the time. One week is over and we're starting a new week. And I'm so glad you chose to jo- to start your week with us here at, uh, at the Gypsy Christian Hour. And let's start the week in prayer. Father, we come before you, Moldad. We begin our week, Lord, here on the Gypsy Christian Hour, here at the radio station, here on w- with you in, on the radio, Lord, and with the people who are listening. We want to start this week, Lord. We want this Sunday morning to be started here with us, with you in prayer. And we dedicate, Lord, we just give this week to you, Lord, and we ask, Father, that you would bless this time that we have together. Lord, that you would bless this next hour and that prayers would be heard and prayers would be answered. Lord, that that there would be, Lord, that there would be your word, that we would hear your word, that we would know your word, and that your word would free us. You said, know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Well, we want to know the truth, and you are the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So, Father, use this time, Lord. I pray a special blessing upon each and every listener, Lord. Bless them, Lord, for tuning in. Bless them for taking the time, Lord, for desiring to seek you in prayer. So I pray, Lord, Holy Spirit, you are welcome to take over in the next for, 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 now, for the next hour, Lord, for the next week, for the next month, for the next year. Lord, you just be in total control of our lives from now until the day we see you in your presence, Lord. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, praise the Lord and welcome, welcome, welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and I'll be with you for the next hour taking your calls and talking about the Bible. That's right. We are a live program. We're here in studio. Uh, the phone lines are here, ready for you to call in with your prayer requests. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, I invite you to call in. The number is 888 995 if you need prayer, if you know somebody who's in need, somebody who's ill, somebody who's going through a, a, a crucial time in their life, somebody who isn't saved, and you want to pray for them that the Lord will touch them to be that they would that they would come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Whatever is on your heart, whatever the Lord is putting on your heart right now, whoever the Lord is putting on your heart right now, I just hope that you'll call in and say, Sammy, let's pray for, for this situation. Let's pray for what's going on here or there. 
you know, something we need to pray about tonight. We need to pray for Israel. We need to pray for Israel and the attacks that have been going on in Israel. We need to pray for the families in New Zealand who have lost loved ones. What, what was it, like 49 or 50 people died in the attacks in two mosques? How, how senseless, how needless, how needless this is. So, Father, we pray for your people in Israel. We pray for the country of Israel. We pray for Jerusalem, Lord, that there would be peace in Jerusalem and your protection, Father, upon the people in Jerusalem, upon your people. Lord, you made a covenant with Abraham, and you fulfill your word. Lord, you are coming. You're sending Jesus again to save Israel, to save your people, to save us who have been grafted into Israel. So, Father, I just pray that there would be peace in Israel. I pray for your protection upon Israel. I pray, Lord, that you would protect them from their enemies. And, Father, I pray for all the families in New Zealand who lost loved ones. And I pray for those who are injured and in hospitals, Lord. I pray, Father, your peace and your comfort, your protection. And I pray, Lord, that those who do not know you would come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, your grace and your mercy. Amen. And I hope you'll keep Israel. You know, the Bible tells us to pray for Israel, to keep them in prayer. So as you pray, as, as the Lord reminds you, as the Lord just uh, dis, encourages you, keep Israel in prayer and pray for those families in New Zealand. Pray to God's protection uh, upon, uh, you know, against any of these terrorist attacks. Amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. And we'll be taking your calls. If you call in, if you want to call in for prayer, call in for prayer. Let's pray about whatever's going on. Whatever's going on in your life, whatever you need prayer for, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in. How about your Bible questions? If you have a Bible question, a question about uh, Christianity, a question about religion, uh, the, the the cults, the occult, uh, world religions, whatever's on your mind tonight, whatever you'd like to talk about, whatever topic is on your mind, whatever you need an answer to, whatever you're looking for an answer to, let's 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 talk about it. Let's look for the answer to your question in the Bible. The number is eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's eight 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 nine nine five 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 for the live on your calls if you need prayer if you know somebody who needs prayer call in tonight you know the bible encourages us you know the bible encourages us to pray to seek the lord in uh, hebrews the fourth chapter in the 14th verse it says therefore since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast our confession so let us hold fast our confession do you believe in Jesus Christ? Have you confessed him as your Lord and Savior? Hold fast to that confession and know that he hears you. Know that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hold on to that. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. But we have a high priest who has been tempted in all things just as we are, yet he is without sin. He is perfect. He's been through every temptation. He's been through everything you've been through. He's been tempted by everything you've been tempted by, and yet he has given us the example that we can get that you can get through it without sin. 
He has passed through it without sin. He is a perfect, sinless man. So it goes on and says, Therefore, therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. If you have a time of need, you can have this confidence that you can draw near to his throne. And it is a throne of grace. It's not a throne of judgment. It's not a throne of shame. It's a throne of grace. He will dispense his grace and his mercy upon you when you come to him and when you seek him because he is your great high priest. And you hold to that confession, the confession that Jesus Christ is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Come to the throne of grace in a time of need when you need help. And to do that, you need to pick up the phone and you need to call 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on the air calls. Yes, we're here in studio. We will pray with you live on the air. We will pray with you right now, right now in your time of need. We can come together, all of us together, to the throne of grace. So dial that number, 888-995-5552 for your prayer requests, your questions, your topics, something that's on your mind tonight, as long as it's in context with, with the Bible, with Christianity, with spiritual things, call in, 888-995-5552. A couple of, uh, couple of, of announcements. I want to remind you about Fridays. Hey, what were you doing last night, Friday night? What were you doing Friday night? Were you at home watching TV? Were you over at the movies? Were you visiting a friend's house? What about coming to church? What about being in church? What about worshiping and seeking God in prayer? You know, there are a lot of things you can do on Friday nights, but I'm praying that something you'll put on your calendar, something you'll decide to do, is to come and worship with us on Friday nights. Yeah, I know Friday night is a big night, a lot of people wait all week to do something on Friday night. It's the weekend. But what a great thing to do on Friday night, to come and worship, to be in a house of prayer, to be in the throne room of God. And that's where we were last night. We were worshiping. We were just putting our life before the Lord and seeking God. And I hope you'll come and join us Friday nights at 8 p.m. And this Friday night is going to be a special Friday night. Um, I've, we've got some visitors coming from France, uh, a man that I know, a friend of mine, a brother in the Lord that I've known for over 30 years is coming to visit, and he's bringing some friends with him. There'll be four, four guys coming to visit, and they'll be with us this week. They're coming in, uh, I believe, Tuesday. I'm not sure of the program yet, what their plans are, but they'll definitely be with us on Friday night, and they'll be bringing the word. So come and join us at LA Gypsy Church on Friday night at 8 p.m., the address is 805 North 1st Avenue. So 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's really easy to get to. Just uh, get on the 210 freeway, come into the Arcadia, Pasadena area, get off at Santa Anita Avenue. Go north on Santa Anita for one block, and you'll see Foothill Boulevard. Make a right. Go one more block to 1st Avenue and make another right, and you'll see us at the corner of Forest and 1st in the city of Arcadia, 805 North 1st Avenue, 
this Friday night, 8 o'clock, with our special visitors from France, Le Rome Avin and the Franzuso. So please, Avin. We'll be in the sanctuary. We'll be having service, church service uh, in the sanctuary, and they'll be bringing the word. So, would you please put on your calendar, put on your smartphone, make some type of note to be in church Friday night at 8 p.m. We'll be there, and I hope you'll be there too. So, again, 8 o'clock Friday night. 805 North 1st Avenue. Also, Sunday mornings, every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., Pastor Walter Hoffman is the, is the pastor there at the church. And if you're looking for a church, somewhere to be Sunday mornings to visit or someplace to make your home, we invite you to the Hills Church at 805 North 1st Avenue, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Amen. Also, uh, I want to remind you that this is a listener supported program so i hope you'll pray this week about supporting us with your prayers and with your finances and if you decide to you can make your check or money order out to the gypsy christian hour and you can send it into p.o box 93917 pasadena california that's 93917 pasadena california 91109 if you didn't get the uh the address don't worry just get a, have a pencil ready at the end of the program we'll give it again so please, pray this week. See how the Lord would lead you. If you're blessed by this program, if you, if you enjoy hearing this program, I would encourage you. Anything you can send in will help. A large donation, small donation, whatever the Lord puts on your heart, I encourage you to, to pray and make that check of money order out and send it into the Gypsy Christian Hour. Well, again, you can call in tonight with your prayer requests. You can call in tonight with your Bible questions, testimonies, praise reports. We'd love to hear from you. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, uh, we've got some prayer requests that we want to pray for, but we're going to go to our phone lines first, and let's talk to Jay. Hi, Jay. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we pray for you tonight? How can we help? Hi. Um, um, I just... I want some prayer because um, I have some problems that keep coming up. Um, I was on skid rope over 30 years because of a drug addiction. Mm-hmm. And even though I was saved, I, I was saved before that. And then I got into my addiction, and then I was stuck there for like 30 years. And God put me out of that within the last year. Oh, he praise the Lord. out of that. So I connected back with God. and But... One thing that I've been noticing is that every couple of months, I dip back into my addiction. Even though I have a roof over my head now mm-hmm. and everything is going good, I'm going to church, I'm praying, I'm right. fasting, I'm in the Word. Every uh, couple of months, I notice that I dip back into my addiction, but God doesn't now, let me stay there. When you say you dip, out of it, when you say you dip back, back into your addiction, what does that mean? What does I that? Fall. I slip. I relapse. Okay, so you relapse back into drugs, cocaine. Cocaine, yeah. but it, but it doesn't last alone because I have uh-huh. to pay rent now. That's part of it. But uh-huh. uh, God doesn't let me stay there because I know that mm-hmm. I can't run from Him. No matter what I do, right. I have to come back to Him. There's there's no way. I, 
to just keep, to keep running from him. Even mm-hmm. though I slip and fall, I know I have to come back to him. But it's just frustrating. It's just frustrating for a testimony when I go to church and, mm-hmm. you know, people are like, well, you've been doing so good. What happened? And right. it's just frustrating to keep having to go two steps forward, one step back. Right. So, I mean, I'm just wondering if you can pray for me. To Amen. Say, Amen. Let's pray. That I would, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Father, we come before you, Lord. And I, I, I thank you for Jay, Lord, and I thank you for his honesty and his openness, his transparency, Lord, and his his willingness to to confess, Lord, his 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 failures and his his sin of, of being in, in, into drugs, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that he's confessing, because Lord, you tell us to confess our sins to one another, and to pray for one another. And I just pray for Jay right now, Lord, Father, that you would heal him that you would give him true sobriety, true recovery, and true healing through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the miracle, Lord, of a touch from your holy hand. I just pray, Lord, that you would do abundantly, exceedingly, beyond what we ask, Lord, that you would free him, Lord, from any desire to go back to cocaine, from any desire, Lord, to medicate with this with this horrible drug, Lord, that's, addic- that's such an addictive drug, Lord, that separates your children from you, Lord, that causes so much destruction and, and, and hurt in people's lives, Lord. I pray for Jay that he would not go back to drugs, that he would not go back to dip into the to the to the axis of cocaine, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would that, that you would just block his 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 thoughts from, from cocaine, Lord. That you would that you take the desire for cocaine away from him, Lord. I pray, Lord, for a miraculous work in his life through the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank amen. you so much, my brother. God bless you. Well, hey, Jay, can I ask you Can I ask you something? Sure. You know, you say every couple of months. Do you, ever, do you ever think of what is it that takes you back to dipping into cocaine? Like, I, I, I notice in... I think in, I know what part of it is. Uh-huh. Because, think, you know, there's a ritual yeah. that goes on with, with any type of addiction, you know? Uh-huh. And there are triggers to, to yes. addiction. There's triggers that that bring back the desire to medicate, to kind of uh, feel better about yourself, or or numb out to this uh, feeling or or that feeling or situations. And uh, you know, next time you 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 get the desire to dip back into that cocaine, I want you to take a step back and look at look at what's going on in your life. Look at what's going on that's causing you to want to go back to cocaine or to want to go back to that to that drug or whatever it is. And then after you've looked at what's going on, call a friend. Call somebody you can trust, your pastor or a really close friend, somebody that you know will not shame you, somebody you feel safe talking to, and share it with them. And even better, how about a group of men that get together once a week, and just, you know, that th- all share the same problem of addiction. You know, there are groups that you can contact, that you can get together with. And there are places you can go to, to get support and have that place, that, that safe place to call. Somebody to call, a brother in the Lord that you can call and just say, you know, hey, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with the temptation of going back to, to, uh, to cocaine. Or this has been going on in my life and I know when this happens, I'm going to want to go back to cocaine or you know, to be able to just share and open up and, and, and have the support because we all need support. 
You know, none of us, you know, as Christians, you know, we're not Lone Ranger Christians. We have right. the body of Christ, and the body of Christ is what supports us. It supports, it's going to support you. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if that might be a help to you. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so, but I don't think sometimes the body of Christ doesn't understand that. No, I know I that. That would be, and it's it's hard to you know if you're not in a if you're not in a church that knows how to deal with that. Sometimes it right. can be it can be uh, difficult uh, to to find people who won't shame you and won't guilt you and do that. But I know of a place that you can call, and they can set you up or tell you about people in your community. That can that meet every Wednesday, every Thursday, or whenever. You okay. know, uh, it's one eight hundred New Life. Okay. If you call one eight hundred one eight hundred New Life, uh huh, and tell them you want to get into a group uh, for, for for drug addiction, and tell them okay. where you live, they might be able to help you and tell and, and and kind of lead you into the right direction of getting into a group of men who will support you and will accept you. And will love you no matter what. So I really think that that I think that, that, that would help me out a lot. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. God bless you. All right, Jay. God bless. All right. Good Bye. night. And if you need prayer, you know whatever's going on in your life, if it's addiction of any sort, if it's illness of any sort, if you need prayer or you know somebody who needs prayer or you have a question about the Bible, a question about Christianity, call in tonight. The number is eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two. That's eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two. Somebody I definitely want to pray about. Something I want to pray about. A person, uh, my brother in law Nikki. He had uh, uh, an angiogram this last week, and praise the Lord, they were able to open up two of his arteries. Uh, there's still one more artery that we need to go back and check in a couple of weeks. But I just thank God for uh, for what he's done. For Nikki in opening those two arteries, and we pray for continued healing upon uh, Nikki Bumbalo. We also want to pray for uh, Eddie Mitchell's continued healing, and we want to pray for Manny, who is continuing on his uh, uh, chemotherapy for cancer. Uh, we also want to pray for Mary and Barbara up in uh, in Portland. Uh, total and complete healing for Mary. We also want to pray for uh, for Mimi. And her family, her her son Seth, and her granddaughters, and also I want to pray uh, for Larry Johnson's grandchild, who uh, is waiting to do some testing. We just pray that everything come back clear, and totally, completely healthy. Uh, we also want to pray for Anthony and Helen's uh, grandbaby up in uh, the Bay Area, who had brain surgery this week, and we pray for complete. So, Father, we come before you, Mugodat. We thank you for the healing upon Eddie and upon Nikki, Mugodel. We thank you, Mugodel, for many in his continued healing, Mugodel. I pray, Lord, that you would do amazing things, Mugodel, in their lives, Mugodel. And I pray for these babies, Mugodel. Lord, I pray for Larry's grandbaby, Mugodel, that when the, when the tests are done, Mugodel, that there would be nothing there, Mugodel, that there would be total and complete healing, Father. Lord, that this would not be anything but a blessing from you, Lord. I pray, Lord, for continued healing 
upon that child up in the Bay Area, Lord, who had brain surgery. I pray no no type of brain injury, but total and complete healing, a complete normal function of every part of that child's body, Lord. I pray, Lord, your blessing, Father, upon the people who call in. I pray your blessing upon people who ask for prayer, Lord. I pray for Mimi and her family. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you because you're able and abundantly able, Lord, to do all things, Father. So we pray for your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's go back to the phone lines, but let me give you the number again. If you need prayer or you know somebody needs prayer, if you have a question, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. We're close to halfway through the program. So if you have a prayer that you need answered, if you have a question that you need answered, don't let this time go by. Use this time. Use this time for your benefit. Use this time to to get before the Lord, whether it's through prayer or whether it's in His Word. The number is 888-995-5552. Back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Sam. How are you? Good, man. How you doing? Okay. Um, I had a question about the pre-post and mid-tribulation. Okay. Um, what do you, you? I know your views of your preacher, right? Yep i i uh, I believe that there will that there, that there will be a pre tribulation rapture of the church. I believe right. there's evidence for that in the Bible. I believe it also could be a mid tribulation uh, uh, rapture of the church. That's a possibility. I'm more pre trib, but I wouldn't I wouldn't argue the point of mid of of mid trib. You know, before, three and a half years into the tribulation. What I'm totally against is people who say that there's no rapture until the end of tribulation because I don't believe that God would allow his people to go through that type of, of suffering and turmoil, uh, pouring out his wrath. I mean, when you read, when you read Revelation and you read the, the, how God is going to pour out his wrath upon the earth, I just don't believe that God's people will be here. And the main reason for that is, you know, uh, there's no there's no mention of of the church. I think it was after the fourth or the fifth chapter of uh, of Revelation. There's no mention of the church during the time of tribulation at all. So uh, that, that that's basically you know my belief. Yeah. So there's no scripture that backs up a post trip. Not that I not not that I not that I've seen. Not that I I don't I don't see. Uh, the the church going through the tribulation at all, it's not mentioned. You don't you don't hear the church mentioned uh, in 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 Revelation after uh, I think the third or fourth or fifth chapter. I forget what it is, but definitely not during the tribulation or the time of the Antichrist. You don't see, hear, or or, or, or read about the church at all. Uh, how about in Matthew where he says, "Then you will be persecuted." For my name's sake, and you'll be handed over. Well, that have, that's, that that started right as soon as Jesus's uh, uh, ascension. The the Christians were being persecuted, so yeah. Christians have been persecuted since 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 all of the Bible, you know, all of the New Testament time, and have been handed over. To, I mean, I had a friend who's just recently been handed over to 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 uh, to the authorities in in Kazakhstan. He was going to preached to the to the gypsies in Kazakhstan and he was crossing the border and uh his wife uh his wife's name came up uh, at a at a, at a 
uh, the arrest warrant that was 27 years old. She had done something as a young woman and got arrested, and I guess she never showed up for the, for the, for the, for the court, but 27 yeah. years ago. And, yeah. you know, if that's, not, if that's not an attack from the enemy, you know, if that's not you know, Satan trying to keep the, the gospel from being preached, and she, yeah. she's been in jail for four months, trying to, and they're trying to get her extradited back to Moscow, because if she goes back to Moscow, she'll be re- released out of jail because the statutes of limitations have run out. Uh-huh. So, so Christians yeah. are, and you know, to say nothing of Christians who are being persecuted all over the world for preaching the gospel, you know, in in, uh-huh. in China and Korea and and Iran, you know, you can't you can't legally preach the gospel in Iran. Uh-huh. Now, how about the governor uh, Newsom that that he? Uh, what's that? The gov- What's that again? The governor. He did something about the death penalty. I heard something about that that the governor of California is trying to get rid of the death penalty here, or do we? I don't even know if we have, or if it's, the, or if it's Texas. I, I did read, hear something about a governor who's trying to get rid of the death penalty. Yeah, because I heard it earlier on a Frank Contact show. Right. And um, you know, God's the judge. You know, he's going to have it. Yep. God is God. He's on the throne, and he's got things under control, Eddie. Okay, man? All right, thank you. Thank you. God bless, Eddie. Let's go back to the phone lines. Let's see who's next. Uh, let's let's talk to David in Pomona. Hi, David. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Hey, Sammy. How are you? Doing good, man. How are you doing? Uh, pretty good. I just have two prayer requests. Um, my uncle, my mom's sister's husband, on my support, and I'm just praying that he... Uh, he has peace in his last times of his life. Uh, they say he might not go mm. through the whole night. He's got heart problems. What's his name? I'm not sure. His name is Al. Al, okay. Yeah, and also I want to pray for myself. Um, I seem to have a really bad problem with lust, uh, womanizing, and it's something that I can't overcome, that it just takes over, and I just need you, Lord, to, Amen. to help me through that right well, now. Well, Father, we come before you, Lord, and we bring this man before you, Al. Father, he seems to be on his, his time is ending here on earth. So, Father, I pray, Lord, that if he's a believer, that you would just comfort him in his last hours here on earth. Lord, that you would just comfort him and, and just bless him, Lord, and that your angels would minister to him, Lord. And if he hasn't been a believer or if he's not a believer, Lord, I pray that somehow there would be somebody, Lord, reading Scripture to him or, or, or praying with him, Lord, that he would, in his, in his, in, at this time, Lord, that he would receive Jesus Christ. So I just pray your blessing upon Al, Lord. I pray, Lord, that your angels would minister to him, that your Holy Spirit would comfort him, Lord, and that he, Lord, as he closes his eyes in this world, as he takes his last breath in this world, Lord, that in the next world he would see you, mm-hmm. and that you would take him into your arms, Lord. Father, I just pray, Lord, that you would comfort the family, comfort all of his loved ones, Father. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name. And, Lord, I pray for David. Lord, he's a man going through temptation. And I pray, Lord, that you would strengthen him through the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I pray, Lord, that you, would, that you would just minister to him, Lord, strength and power, Lord, to defeat the enemy in every way, Lord. Father, you said that in your word, Lord, that with every temptation, you give the way of escape. I pray, Lord, that whenever David is tempted, that he would find a way of escape, and that escape is in prayer, 
and depending on you, leaning on you, seeking you, desiring you, Lord, your word. I just pray, Lord, that he would look for the escape every time he is tempted, every time the enemy whispers in his ear or, or, or brings something to his attention, Lord. I pray, Lord, that he would depend and rely on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Sammy. Hey, I, I have a question. Um, sure, David. You think somebody, somebody who's on life support is already with God, or you think you think he's like in a different world, or how does that work? You know, I, I don't, I don't know, David. I, 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 it's hard to say because a lot of people who have been on life support have come back from life support and lived long lives later. So I don't oh, believe okay. that somebody that's on life support is actually in the presence of God. Because the spirit hasn't left, the soul hasn't left the body. It's not until the soul leaves the body that they're actually in the presence of the Lord. You know, Paul says, absent from the body is present with the Lord. So until that person takes his last breath, I believe he's still there. Does that mean that he's conscious? It doesn't necessarily mean that they're conscious. It doesn't necessarily mean that the angels are not ministering to that person or that they're suffering but it does mean that their soul is still in that body. So I would say that, 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 that no, they're not with the Lord yet. But, uh, you know, people have experienced things in that, in, that, in that state, on life support, in a coma. People have experienced spiritual things, but I don't believe they're with the Lord yet. Okay? okay. Another, thing, okay. another thing, David, I just want to, 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 to mention something to you. I'd like you to, to read some literature. I'd like you to, to, to read some literature that will help you in your struggle with lust. And there's two books I would highly recommend. The first one is Pure Desire by Ted Roberts. It would help you. I think it would help you a lot. And also Every Man's Battle by Steve Wilburn. Not Steve Wilburn, Steve Otterburn. Sorry about that. Similar names. Uh, You can get them. You can get either one of those books uh, on Amazon uh, or you can call uh, New Life Ministries, which is 1-800-NEW-LIFE. And they'll they'll be able to get you that literature, or go to any bookstore, and you can get you can pick up a copy. But there are two great books: "Pure Desire" by Ted Roberts, and uh, "Every Man's Battle" by Steve Arterburn. I think okay. I think it would help. Okay. Yes. Uh, thank you, Sammy. I appreciate it. All right, David. God bless. God bless you. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to. Let's see. Let's talk to Matt. Hi, Matt. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi. This is a question. Um, I never understood the God in the Old Testament, which was a brutal God and and murdered many women and children and innocent people, Mm. and how that can be the same God in the New Testament. That just Mm. doesn't make sense. Well, I'm wondering why, why do you have the impression of God being a brutal God and a murdering God in the Old Testament. There, there's, uh, in the books in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. God commands people to kill each other. Okay. And he's a brutal, he's a brutal God. Would you agree? No, I, I wouldn't agree. I wouldn't agree in that. First of all, I would say that God is a very loving and kind God because he created man, uh, in his own image, he he created man with he he created every he created this world for men to live in peace with him and with each other. But man, in his disobedience, decided to go against God, 
and Adam and Eve ate of the fruit and sinned against God, breaking the one commandment that God gave him. But now, aren't there examples in the Old Testament of God being brutal? Well, if you're talking about God instructing the Israelites to kill uh, a race of people, men, women, and children, you would be correct that uh, God instructed Israel to make war and to destroy those people who were in the land who, so were, why, who, were, who, were, who were pagans and who were worshiping false gods and, and, and sacrificing their own children on altars of fire. He did so not, why would a loving God instruct people to murder other people? Because he didn't want those people to influence his children, the the, 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 the children of Israel. He he but didn't want the he didn't want the pagan people. he didn't want the pagan influences to 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 uh, uh, infiltrate into the Jewish culture, into the Hebrew culture. Now, let me, ask, let me ask you this. If you could go back in time, and, this might, and, and let, me, let me preface this by saying this might be a good or a bad example. If you can go back in time and you would meet Adolf Hitler in his teens, and you knew the horrible things that Adolf Hitler would do as an adult, killing six million Jews starting World War II. And, 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 and so many men and women died in World War II because of Adolf Hitler. And you were inspired to murder Adolf Hitler. Would you be justified in doing so? No. You would not be justified in in killing um, Adolf Hitler to prevent the murder of six million people? No, I think you're, you're a better question to ask me would be, if you were an all-powerful God, mm -hmm. why would you create a race of people knowing that you were going to instruct one group of them to murder another group of them? Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Well, didn't Some he... Some of those okay. people that were murdered were innocent kids who did nothing wrong. Well, not 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 pa not particularly because if if you're an almighty god and you know that those children will grow up but and you make don't know. war some well, of those some well, of those children will Well, how not. do you how do you know? How do you know for sure? And you're not so an you're almighty saying, god. You're saying he knew absolutely that all those people, every single one of them. I'm saying I'm saying this. I'm saying this. If God is almighty, and if he is all-knowing, okay, then I have confidence that God would not instruct the, the killing of people that were not, uh, uh, how can I say this, that, 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 were, that, that God knows the best thing to do. And if he says the best thing to do is to, be, to, 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 to annihilate these people because of their evil, then I would, then I would trust God in doing so. I would there's trust the Lord that, he, that, that he is all-knowing and that I'm not. There's two things that make this contradictory. One, why would an almighty God 
Mm-hmm. Only create people to murder people. That's one that, thing. Well, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He did he not did. create. No, he didn't he have did. to. He, no. did, he brought those people into existence. But right? he didn't he create them. Hold it. He didn't create them to murder each other. He created man to have a perfect relationship with him in love and in peace. Man, but he knew they were going to err. Yeah, he he knew that they would err, and he and he so even. Why would he do that? Why would he just play a game like that? He's not playing a game. He's he not playing a game. People knowing that they would but, make a mistake, and then they and, would all suffer. And and then and then he would send his son. He would send well, his own he... son to suffer and redeem those same people. See, it's all about a relationship it's... with God. God created man to have a relationship with Him, a perfect relationship. Man chose to break that relationship, and now God is redeeming man through the death and through the death and suffering of his of his son Jesus Christ. But why would a God who has all the power in the universe mm-hmm. create that scenario where he creates people that are no he knows are going to sin and then makes them suffer? Well, that's sin. a good that's a good question, Matt. And I and but I believe he could do he could mm-hmm. he could have made any world he could have not. Uh, well, he could have. He, he could have made us. He could have made us without. He could have made us without free choice. Is what you're saying? No, no. He could have made us with free choice, but we could always treat people good. He could well, have made any. No, we could have free choice. No, no. If he makes us, people. if he makes us with free choice, which he did, he created us with free choice. There has to be with free choice. There is the possibility of evil. No, he could eliminate that possibility. How, He's how could to do anything? If he eliminated that, then he then he wouldn't then we wouldn't have free choice. It all depends on how you define free choice. Well, free choice is being able to do good or evil. That's free choice. Having the choice to do to to obey God's commands or disobey God's commands. God made Adam and Eve perfect. He made them perfect, and he made them without sin, and he gave them he, one. He didn't he, make them perfect because he knew. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Gonna, he no, knew, no, he, he made them. Sin. No, he made them perfect. He knew. He made them. If you look, if you look in scripture, if you look in scripture, and, and, and for time wise, I'm, I'm going to try and keep this short. If you look in scripture, it says that he made them, and it, and what he made was very good. If you look in Scripture, that means they were perfect. They were sinless. Now, he gave them one command. Matt, he gave them one command. He said, from all of the trees you may eat, except for one tree. Do not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now that he already knew they were going to eat from the tree. Well, of course he knew, but... So why would he do that? because Because he didn't want man to be a puppet. He wanted man to have a free choice. But yeah, they are a puppet. They're his puppets. No, that's so. That's that's the way you can you can look at he it like that, puppets. Matt. But that's that's not what the Bible teaches, and that's not what I believe. Okay, and I believe, question. and I believe one we can question. agree to disagree on this subject. One last question. Sure. Why Why would this God, who killed all these people, then say, "Here's your commandment: Do not kill"? No, he doesn't say, "Do not when kill." He, Huh? If you look in the scripture, he doesn't say do not kill. He says do not murder. See, killing and murder are two different things. You know, I don't think it is. Yeah, there's. It's, well, tell me something. When when the when the state of Texas or the state of California puts somebody to death under capital punishment, is that murder? Yes. No, that's a punishment. That's a punishment that's for what? That's a murder. punishment for breaking the law. 
for a capital offense. They either murdered or they kidnapped or they did something that was deserving of execution. So there's a difference between killing and there's a difference between murdering. When, it, when a soldier goes out to war, a justified war, and he kills his, the enemy, he's not murdering them, he's killing them. There's a difference between kill and murder. And the Bible says, thou shalt not murder. Try and, I, think you're, I think you're twisting uh, words no, here. No, you, look it up. Look up, look, look up the, the, the definition of kill and murder, and look, up what, look at what the Bible says. Intention? So you're talking about the intention behind it? I'm talking about, uh, you know, killing somebody. Uh, how can I say? Even, even, in, even in man's law, there are different types of killing. There is justifiable homicide. There's manslaughter. And then there's murder. Not you know, not every type of killing deserves the capital punishment of execution. Think about that. So, and I'm not. I'm, that's not my words. That's not my law. That's the law of the land. So there's okay, a difference. I mean, if you if you think it makes sense that that this almighty, all powerful God killed a bunch of people and then contradicts himself and says, "Do not kill two other people," when he set the example well the i don't question. think I, I i don't think there's a contradiction there but we can agree to disagree matt yeah, thanks for your call you. man good talking Thank to you. you good questions yeah. let's go to linda and there hi linda you're on the gypsy question you're on the gypsy question hour <laughs> you're on the gypsy christian hour i'm sam how you doing i'm fine praise the lord praise the lord linda how can we help you tonight okay uh i listening to the radio when i'm coming here back to my house mm-hmm. because uh, I I need a prayer, brother. That I'm a Christian for 35 years, and I married this man. He is from Jordan. He, when I before I met him, I he, I let him receive Jesus Christ. I bring him to the church. He is a Muslim man. Mm-hmm. Okay, and <clears throat> after that, when then we got married on November 5 on 2017. So you're a Christian. And he's Muslim. I'm, I'm a, yes, and then he, I married him because he received Jesus Christ, and he, he go with me to the church. But when we got married, he's like diminishing to come with me to the church. Mm-hmm. And and we are, we are fighting because of the situation that he is smoking, then he smoked marijuana, mm-hmm. uh, he's drinking, and I said, what kind of Muslim is this? Mm-hmm. As a Muslim man, a Muslim. I asked my friend who is a Muslim, and the Muslim don't smoke, don't do marijuana. Mm-hmm. I know it's no drinking. Yeah. And so I always ta- ask him, every time he go with his friend, so I ask him, whom did you go to? I ask question. I have the right to ask because I am the wife. Mm-hmm. And he told me that I have no right to ask him wherever he, what he wants to go. Mm-hmm. I said, no, no, no. This is not right because I am a Christian. I have the right with you from the top of your head to your soul of the pit, even inside your stomach. Mm. I have the right. Mm-hmm. So, what's your question? So, I mean, for, what always, is your question yeah, for me? Yeah, uh, fighting all the time, and so I, I go back to my old house. Mm-hmm. And this time, I go back to my old house, and and because I'm 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 planning that bit that I'm last this last week only happened. Mm-hmm. So I like I finalized that I gonna. I'm going to separate this man. So when I was at my home, he kept on calling me to come back. So today, tonight, I come back. So I heard your your program in the radio. So I I said, maybe I try to call this man. 
Well, Did I, I do write to come back to him right now. Well, uh, I commend you for, for trying to reconcile your marriage, and I hope that you can reconcile, but there has to be a change. There has to be a change in, 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 his, in, his, in the way he is. Uh, some things you just can't tolerate, Linda. And the drug addiction and the things that he's doing is just not tolerable, and he has to change. But you have to ask him, uh, is he willing to change? Because uh, you shouldn't be coming back into the relationship unless he's willing to do something to change. And there has to be, uh, there has to be action behind his, behind his words. He just can't say, I'm, I'm going to change, I'm going to be different, and then nothing happens. He goes back to, to marijuana, he goes back to the drugs, he goes back to drinking or whatever okay. he's doing. There needs to be a change. And the question for, for him is, what is he willing to do and how far is he willing to go to make a change? And you need to get other people involved. You need to get your pastor involved. You need to get uh, a counselor involved, a, a, a Christian marriage counselor where you can go together and talk about these things and see, is he really willing to change? My biggest uh, problem is that he's a Muslim. You're a Christian and he's a Muslim. You believe in Jesus Christ and, and he believes in Allah. That's a big problem. That's, that's being unequally yoked. And the Bible talks against being unequally yoked. A Christian, no, no, it's my a, fault, my brother. Well, but this is the situation you're in head. now, and I would say get some counseling, get some true Christian counseling, get involved with some people that you trust. Uh, if you have a pastor, if you if you if you're in a good church that's willing to help you, do that. Uh, if you don't have, if you if you're not in a church where the pastor is willing to help you, find somebody who's willing to help. But get some okay. counseling. You can't do this on your own. Linda, you're not going to do it on your own. You yeah, need I'm help, and he own. needs to be willing. And he needs to be willing. Ask him, okay. is he willing? And then go from there. Well, Father, I just pray for Linda, Lord. Mm-hmm. I pray, Lord, that you would give her wisdom, Holy Spirit, that you would just fill her, Lord, Lord, from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord, that you would give her wisdom, strength, and power, Lord, to do according to your will. Father, I pray for this marriage. I pray for the reconciliation of this marriage. And I pray, Lord, for this man that he would get free, Lord, from the addiction to drugs, from the addiction to whatever he's involved in, Lord. And I pray, Lord, for the salvation of his soul. I pray, Lord, that he would come to a a true knowledge of who Jesus Christ is and that he would receive, Lord, the gift of grace and mercy from a loving God who loves him and is calling him to a better life, to life eternal with the living God, who is abundantly able to do all that we need. So, Father, I just pray for this couple. I pray, Lord, that you would be the the God of this marriage, and, Lord, that you would do all that is needed to be done for this marriage, Lord, to be solidly uh, uh, established in your will, for your purpose, to glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And again, the prayer is already answered, and I return back all the praising and glory to the Lord Jesus Amen. Christ of Nazareth. You know, my brother, why why the devil is trying to destroy his marriage? Because I'm bringing Muslim people, his friend, I'm bringing it to the church. Well, continue to seek the Lord and and seek him in, in prayer and seek him for, for, for wisdom and that the Lord would use you, Linda. Okay. God bless you, my sister. Okay. Good night. God bless you, my brother. Thank you for the advice. God bless. Good night. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Vicky. Hi, Vicky. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How are you doing tonight? I'm good, uh, brother. 
Sammy, how are you? Doing well. How can how can we help tonight? I just want to uh, share something. Uh, I have been doing a study on what, what made it okay for God to kill women and children. And I'll talk to you. I just want to share um, uh, a small amount of the reading. It won't be very long because I'm not that. Okay. Uh, we, we're, we're... Yeah, okay. I just want to share this. Okay, it says, why was it right for God to slaughter women and children in the Old Testament? How can that ever be right? It's right for God to slaughter women and children anytime he pleases. God gives life and he takes life. Everybody dies. Dies because God will them to die. God is taking life every day. He will take 50,000 lives a day if he chooses. Life is in God's hand. God decided when your last breath is going to be taken. And whether it ends through cancer or a bullet wound, God governs. So God is God. He rules and governs everything. And everything he does is just and right and good. God owes us nothing. If I were to drop dead right now or a suicide bomber downstairs were to blow up this building, then I would be blown to smithereens. God would have done me no wrong. He does no wrong to anybody when he takes their lives. Also, down here it says also, uh, the Lord gave and the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Then it says, the Bible says, thou shalt not murder. Yet God said to Joshua, go and clean the house and don't leave anything breathing. Don't leave donkey, child, women, old man, women breathing, wipe them, wipe them out. My answer to that is that there is a point in history, a season in history, where God is the immediate king of all people. With Joshua, there was a political and ethic, a political and ethic reasons why he did what the Lord would have him to do, and he did it because that is what God asked him to do, because God is almighty. Then it says, so God has his time and season for when he shares his authority to take and to give life. And the church today is not Israel, and we are not a political entry. Therefore, the word we have from the Lord today is love your enemies, pray for those who abuse you, and lay your life down for the world. Don't kill in order to spread the gospel, but die to spread the gospel. And God says that his ways are far from understanding. So, you know, the question is, why would God sent his son down here on earth to be crucified. He did that. You know, and it's really a process to understand that. We really don't understand why, but we do know this, that he loved us. That's why. Amen. Jesus sent his son. I mean, God sent his son, Jesus, to come down and die on the cross for us. So, you know, I, I understand the gentleman that called, the brother that called, he probably don't really understand why, but I hope uh, from listening to you, because I listened to every word that you said, and you explained to him correctly, and I know that the Holy Spirit was speaking through you to say what you said to him, and I just hope that he understands, and then when he gets to heaven, if you want to ask God why, then he can ask God then, and that's all I have to say. Well, thank you, Vicki. Thank you. Thank you very much for your comments. God bless you, okay. my sister. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. Good night. And what Vicki said is you know if if we believe that God is Almighty and if we believe that God is all knowing, then there had to be a reason for Him to say, "Kill 
these people. And God is justified. Why? Because God doesn't do anything that is unjust. The Bible tells us in in, in 1 John, the fourth chapter, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God loves us. He, 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 he says, by this the love of God was manifested in us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world so that we might live through him. God sent his Son, his only begotten Son. He sent Jesus Christ into the world so that we might have eternal life. A loving God, or I should say an unloving God, or an unjust God, would not do that, could not do that. But God did send his son to reconcile those who turned against him, those who rejected him, to come back to him. And I pray if you've strayed from God, that you would come back to him. If you've let the love of the world, the love of money, the love of anything else besides God, if you've allowed that to take you away from the God who loves you, come back. Come back to the, to, the, to the God who loves you. Come back to the God who sent his son to die for you. Come back. Be reconciled. Be redeemed again to God. Be restored to God. God is desiring you. Jesus Christ is calling you. Come back to a loving God. That begins through prayer. Pray tonight this prayer. Father, I've strayed from you, and I desire to come back to you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for accepting me. Thank you for receiving me. Thank you for being patient in waiting for me to come back to you. Help me, Lord, to be separated from sin in this world and to come back to the loving God who loves me. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you did the most important thing and you prayed. Now get into his word. Get into church. Today is Sunday. I hope you'll be in God's house today. Whether it's at 10 a.m. or 7 p.m., whatever you go to church, go to church. Be in church. Be in your Father's house because He loves you. God is love. He loves you. And He showed you that by sending you, sending His Son just for you. Well, it's the end of our program. As you can hear the music in the background, I hope you'll be with us this Friday. This, this Friday is going to be special. The Roma Vena da Franzuso. Our brothers will be with us to share the word in church, 8 o'clock this Friday, 805 North 1st Avenue. And then we'll be back here next Saturday night. As you God bless you and good night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, 
and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.